Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here listening to Eidolon Pop. Last time on Eidolon Pop, our intrepid crew of Team B managed to finally meet Humanity Bank uh, with Quentin and Sloane choosing to scale the, vi- the building in true Vanguard fashion, while James and Anna choosing to slip away into the front. Um, after a brief confrontation with Joanna, James was able to take the stairs, and Anna was able to find her way through the vents uh, to the top floor. But they was not without a hitch, for also they had to do battle with never going to give you up a demon security guard that could hop between all the portals in the building. And to add more wrinkles to this fussy budget, we also have uh, Alexis and BB in an elevator with Lucifer uh, that recently reached the top. After a brief scuffle, it seems things have calmed down a bit. What lies ahead? Only one way to find out, dear listener. Listen. Friends are emerging from the stately manner of Christopher Masters out back into the undertow. You've already said your goodbyes with him, so we don't gotta worry about doing that here, which is lucky since Iris isn't here right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Very convenient how that works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you all got a decent night's sleep, you know, horrible bruises aside. Uh, you know, that, that only really happened to one of you. It wasn't fun. Wasn't fun, but the other four of you slept slept great. Uh, well, Carly, your uh, cut mm-hmm. the the clock cut into your chest probably also yeah. wasn't very fun to sleep with. It's like getting new cuts every second. It is not amazing, really. Yeah, <gasps> it has uh, advanced about twelve hours at this point. So there's about sixty hours left before whatever it counts down to. Nick bitches are having a rough time. <laughs> at the whole girls, not no. doing great. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, refuse. We gotta get those shirts out. It says ditch bitches in the front, whole girls in the back. It cannot be in the back. You, cannot, you cannot have whole girls in the back, especially. It, it's not better if it's in the front. I mean, it is for me. <laughs> They're reversible. God. <laughs> That's true. If you don't, no, do not vote. Press number one for <laughs> ditch bitches. Press number two for whole girls. Uh, anyway, yes, you find yourselves back out in the undertow. Um, Gabe's here with you. Uh, Gabe probably still has the evening gown on from last night. They, oh yeah, were apathetic about it enough that they have not bothered to take it off. Good for them. You look good, Gabe. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, you uh, are actually close enough to the park now that you can see it from where you are. The uh, street 
that uh, Chris's house was on um, kind of dead ends, not too much further from where you are. You can kind of see it off on the horizon. What what does the border of the park actually look like? As you get closer to it, you see it is just sort of um, if you've ever seen just like a suburb that uh, like butts up against a field, kind of like that. Um, there's no uh, like fence or like real border. It just kind of the streets turn to grass. Um, I would like to dredge the undertow and see if I can get any read on this uh, on this park. See if I okay. see if I get anything from it. All right, yeah, give me that dredge. All right, wow, that's a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um. Hmm. I think as you look out onto this field, you get the sense that it goes off forever in kind of all directions. The neighborhood is gigantic and it's growing all the time, but it is like a little dot in an ocean. And uh, that ocean is the park. Um, you can also see as you're getting closer that it is just uh, completely coated in fireflies. They're on, they're down in the grass. They're flying around up in the air. They're like on all the trees. It's pretty, but Strix, you definitely have the sense that they represent something real bad. I forget how much you talked to Beelzebub before, Strix. I'm. Pretty sure I'm pretty sure Strix was there when Beelzebub explained his deal with the bad wishes. He might have had an, enough uh, wherewithal to process it at the time, but like he's heard he's heard the gist. Yeah, but in that case, especially with that twelve you rolled, uh, that mixes with your memories, and you know that each and every one of these fireflies is a wish that Beelzebub granted that turned out to go badly. Uh, so. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah, what's up? So, so Gabe, Gabe told y'all Beelzebub's deal, right? Yeah, he's like, it's like the the monkeys, like you have monkeys paw. You have to be very careful with what we're wishing for. Weird genie rules, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, uh, every time he grants a wish that goes bad, he makes a firefly, and well, look. Looks like uh, he's been busy. And can can we grab any of these fr- these fireflies? <laughs> yeah, I think you can. Th- these aren't like people, are they? Strips? No, that's Ursula, the sea witch. No, not you. Oh. Different. No, I I, I think <laughs> they just. <laughs> I think they just represent the wish going bad. Like maybe maybe they're made of suffering or something. But like, I'm not I'm not clear. But like, he gets one every time he trick someone into making their lives worse. There must be nearly 10 million fireflies here. I can hardly believe my eyes. <laughs> uh, the fire one, it was a nice two-year run. Uh, I, Thank you for um, having me. I regret doing this show. I feel I like you were that. both over a year too late to be complaining about that. <laughs> it's never too late to complain. That's been like, Beelzebub's idol on from the jump. Oh, I know. I just hate like, hey, the fact that it was said in you context. Have to sing the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be the title flag. of next of the next pop. Fuck. <laughs> that's a special preview for listeners. <laughs> Luke, would you say that the fireflies leave teardrops everywhere to represent the wishes going bad? 
Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're getting that deep. Perhaps metaphorical teardrops. I don't, I don't know if uh, fireflies have tear glands. <laughs> but, okay, so... These are the wishes that have gone bad, but what's our other option? How else are we gonna get to Sloane and to Ursula? Well, uh... Hmm. Maybe we can lure him with a wish. We say, like, oh, gee, I wish we'd have a wish if only Sloane was over here. Or something like that. I mean, that just seems like it's, like... That seems like a waste of a wish. And that also seems like something bad is gonna ha- Like, we have to be careful. Like, Yeah, I feel like the worrying has to be very specific. It is true that Beelzebub has tricked many, many people during his time here. However, I do believe it may be possible for you to beat him. Has anyone ever beat him before? I... Do not know. I mean, that's not a no. Yeah. Not a yes, either. Strix, come on. We're, I'm trying to, like... <laughs> I, I think I was, you... I was all bruises, like, three hours ago. I'm trying yeah. real hard, bud. I, I really don't think you understand the type of situation me and Abby are in. Like, this is not what we do. We don't... We're not weird. I mean, Ron, too. I get, Ron, you're a whole different thing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, but we're not like you and, like, Sturgis, Strix. We're not out there fighting things or using Eidolons. We have a normal, peaceful life. We just want to get back to the women we love. Uh, uh, what? I... Yeah? Um... Women we care about? They're, sure, let's go with that for now. Sorry, I sorry. Have, I've got things to think about. Yeah, maybe it's, I'm it's projecting. Fine. It's fine, fair. it's fine, I told it's you, fine. you remind me of me, so I'm projecting my situation and your situation. Also, this clock really hurt. No, and no, I can hey, never hey, forget it. Hey, hey, it's so okay. So I'm a little, yeah, I'm a it's, little, it, I'm a little jumpy. It's okay. You don't, seriously, like, yeah. hug? Hug, like, please. Hug, okay, hug. I am having a hard time. I know. And this sounds dumb, but I'm having a hard time keeping my emotions in check. You Everything li- feels heightened. You literally have an open wound that is shifting on your chest. Yeah. I think it's okay to be a little emotional. You don't have to justify yeah. it. Thanks. <laughs> God, you're better than I was at your age. Oh, I'm barely. Oh, I'm barely keeping it together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Burgess? Mm-hmm? You seem really smart. What do you think we should do? Well, it's it, it'd be nice to believe that we can simply word our wish well enough to trick him, but as all these fireflies prove, we're probably not the first ones to think of that and fail. So, perhaps we should instead try to strike some sort of, uh... to trick him, you know what I mean? To offer him something. I mean, what do we have to offer? I got some apples. I mean, they... Strix, I don't want you... Those are very good apples, but I don't think 
they will quite cut it. He seems to like making witches, bad wishes. Can we offer him a source of bad wishes? Like a person? Like one of us? Like, we'll give him like a buy two, get one, like one good wish for two bad wishes? Yeah. Hamburger today for Hamburger Tuesday or something. Popeye. I feel we are both undersimplifying it and oversimplifying it. We are tying ourselves up in, in circles. Also, I mean, we can I'd just rather... like sneak up on him and bash him on the back of the head. I don't think that, that is a yeah, good I don't idea. Think that's work. No, Ron may be He's on very to durable. Okay. <laughs> um, are are, are oh you like progressing into the park? Is yeah, I think we're walking, talking. Yeah, I would, imagine, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, like I think to... as you're walking, um, is there there, flat surface? the ground is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Is there a flat surface I can clip my eyeline into? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can slip it into Jesus the ground Christ. if you want to uh, uh, fade away real quick. Yeah. That's a seven. I got one right. hold. And you got one hold. Um, as you're walking, you notice the ground is um, very wet. Sort of like when it rains really hard, like the day after when it's like the soil is saturated, so the water is just kind of pooling on top. It's like... Not quite ankle deep, but getting there. Are they and, irrigating? Um, <laughs> uh, Strix, you're not wearing shoes. I think you suddenly feel something sharp in your foot. Ah! Ow! Whoa, ow. Hey! Uh, I, I picked my foot up to try and see what it was. Yeah, uh, looking down, you stepped on... Um, what looks like a small screw. Is it like huh. stuck in your foot? No, he just kind of stepped on it. Okay, cool. That'd be gross. I'm yeah. gonna pick up the screw and I I guess dredge the undertow at it, see what I can tell what's going on here. Yeah, sure. Give me another dredge. Okay, that's not nearly as good. That's an eight. Eight. I think as you're looking at it, Gabe kind of floats over your shoulder and looks at it and just says, um, may I? And holds out his hand. Oh, sure. He uh, takes it and he holds it up and you see that it is a perfect match for one of the screws on the faceplate of his TV head. Oh. Oh, no. I am unsure what this means. Uh, how many, uh, have any, how, how many, how many games are there? Are any missing? There are over 100,000 known Gabriel beads, but not all of them have been connected to the network, so there could be more than that. How are, how are there games that aren't connected to the network? I thought that was the whole thing. Each Gabriel bead is created from a universe. Eventually, some of us end up leaving into the neighborhood, and if we meet up with the other Gabriel beads that are networked, we can be integrated. Oh. I, mis I fundamentally misunderstood your deal. That's fine. I haven't given any exposition on it for, like, 15 episodes or something. What's an episode? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I also think of my life in terms of episodes. Gabriel, this looks like a shard of your face. It does, in fact, look exactly like a shard of my face. 
I really hope this isn't like a graveyard of dead Gabes. I would also prefer for that to not be the case. Ethelwolf um, is trying to hold it back, but he is grinning a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you sick fuck. Uh, um, let me see here. Ursula. Hi. Ursula, you are in Beelzebub's Park. You have been here for a long time now. Not incredibly clear how long exactly. You happen to just be standing in a small thicket of trees, uh, not doing anything in particular, when you hear uh, a small crowd approaching, all talking about tricking Beelzebub, and then it sounds like they're talking about a screw. I turn to look at them the way you would turn to look at a car passing by while you're waiting outside. Uh, yeah, Ursula, you turn and look at them, um, and uh, you recognize... You at least kind of recognize these people. That's That one looks sort of like Ron. That one sort of looks like Caroline. Is that... You think that might be Abby, Sloane's old roommate that uh, got sent to Toledo uh, through undertow shenanigans and you ended up as Sloane's roommate afterwards? And you think that other one... That looks like Strix, who you didn't know very long, but that one doesn't just look like it's someone that looks like Strix. That just You think that one might just be the same Strix you know. I think she, and to clarify, um, she looks hollow in a way. Her mm-hmm. eyes look empty. She has cracks along her face like porcelain. Um, she is kind of just there. Um, her shadow feels bigger in a weird way. And I think she just says, Strix, Abby. Ron, Caroline. While looking at them, Ron squints his eyes. Oh. Is that Ursa? Uh, kind of. I think Carly takes off running. Okay, yeah, and at this point, I guess I'm taking over Carly, so Let you don't have to do two send characters. You some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you have a script ready? That works. Yeah, yeah. I Not can do a this. script. Just you have the bullet points. Yeah, that's uh, fine. That's Carly's brain. Yeah, uh, Carly takes off running and says, "Oh my God, Ursula, is that you?" And I think she hugs you, Ursula. Um, Ursula doesn't hug back. Oh my God, I've been so worried. What happened, Carly? I think she lo- she looks at her and does the slightest tilt of her head. I think she kind of pulls back from the hug slightly to look at you, and her, like, smile of relief drops slightly and just says, Ursula, what's, um, what, what what's wrong? Also, as a reminder, this Ursula looks ten years older. Yeah, I, I think at the count. moment she hasn't yeah. quite processed that, uh-huh. but yeah. Um, does 
Where Slud normally look like that? Uh, uh, no, 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 she doesn't. What, what, what happened to you? Why do you, what, what happened? I made a deal. What, what deal? Belzebub. What deal did you make with, with Beelzebub? I asked for my perfect life. Okay, well, then what are you doing just standing around out here? What, what what, do you mean, your perfect life? He ripped her from me and gave it to her, warped her, changed her. R- what are you talking Ripped who from you? What are you talking about, Ursula? Ursa. What? Belzebub took Ursa from me I saw him change her I think uh, Carly is just kind of like mouth agape like too many emotions happening at the same time and they're all just kind of getting stuck in the door Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of like yeah a little bit uh, just dumbstruck it was what I wanted but the worst version of it. I don't understand what you're talking about. Who's who's Ursa? Do you think this hollow Ursula could tell this this Carly is from that world, that universe? I think you could dredge the Undertale. Yeah, that's a move we have in this game. <laughs> I have dice. I mean, that's an 11, so it doesn't matter what my modifier is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah, you can absolutely tell that uh, this is a Carly from the universe that you're, you're talking about. You're from there. From my perfect world. I can smell it on you. I think she backs away from you, a little scared of you at this point, and just like, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. I, I don't... She, like, is looking to the rest of you like she's... She is drowning. Uh, I, th- I think... I think that Abby walks over and, like, puts a hand on Carly's shoulder. Just, like, not sure what to say, but she's, like, trying to support her. So... So, Carly's Ursula came out of you? Yes. She is me. Was me. Was part of me. I'm empty now. Are you... Are are you the Ursula I met in the weird house? Yes. But that... Ursula also had Ursa in her. I don't. Wait, so... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I... I'm really not trying to, like, step up. Did you know Sloane? Yes. Her Sloane? Do I need to another dra- uh, dredge? Ah, you got an 11, I'll give it to you. Yeah. 
also like smells. Yes. All right. You're connected to both Hurthla and Hurthlone. So maybe if we help you, we can avoid fucking dealing with any of that fucking frog's bullshit. Right? You are going to Beelzebub. I mean, we were. We, we may not have to now. No, this... <laughs> what? This isn't... This isn't... This isn't Ursula. I don't know... I don't know... I, I, I'm barely following what's going on. I don't know... I don't understand any of this, but I know that this is not who I've been looking for. Maybe there are parts of Ursula you didn't know about. Carly, when... When I... The day that I came here, like, when I met... Not met, when I saw Sloane, like, she... Was different. Like, she was, she looked older, she had scars, she didn't, she acted like she was shocked to see me, like, this could be your Ursula, just, like, maybe something has happened to her, and, like, this is her, though. In your world, Carly, were we together? Of course we were! Of course! Yes! That sounds like what I would think I would want. What is that? What is that supposed to mean? Are you trying to say you wouldn't you don't actually want that? You just thought you did? I don't want anything right now. <sighs> okay, hold on. So the the Ursula that Carly is married to is a part of you? Yes. Warped. Changed. Okay, then why don't we just... Can you help us find her, and then like, we can like, like a, like a jigsaw puzzle, just put you guys back together. Well, if they're the same person... Maybe we can use one to get to the other? How long have you been here, Ursula? Billions? This is me asking... Uh, asking Luke. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, time is funky in yeah. the undertow, oh, and it gets even funkier if yeah. you're just standing around in it forever. So um, I would say answer that question the way uh, that feels right to you. Since I was separated. Don't you think you've been here long enough? Where would I go? With us. I think she just walks closer to y'all and, like, is there. I I think I go to Carly and I'm like, um, are you okay? Like, I know this is, like, the probably the most stressful, weird situation I could you could possibly imagine. Are you okay? No. No, no, I'm not. I I mean it's it's been things have been weird enough already with everything that we've had to deal with uh you know and then now I'm hearing that the the woman I love is part of a different 
person that I've never even met that what I <laughs> I don't Hey, okay. Look look at me. You love Ursula, right? Yeah. Your relationship is real. Right, yeah. Nothing else matters. Do not give a shit about any other part of it. That's all that matters. That's what you focus on right now, okay? (sighs) Okay. Yeah, I guess... I guess, uh... Yeah, alright. Okay. I mean, I've already met a different Ron. I guess it's not really that different, right? Yeah, I mean, like... None of us are, like, like, this is like an infinite multiverse. There's probably other Abbeys out there, but I'm still me. I am still Abby. It doesn't matter if there's another one. So your Ursula is still Ursula. That's all that matters. Doesn't matter where she came from originally. I knew one Abby. Oh, uh, okay. What, was she like a fucking, I don't know, like a wrestler or something? It's, no. it's gonna be weird, right? She was Sloane's roommate. Uh, oh. Sloane hated her. What? Sloane hated her. She got me, Ursa, to help her get rid of her. What do you. I'm, I'm sorry, what, get, get rid of? My goodness, I do apologize. I didn't realize I had guests calling on me. Hello, hello. Welcome to the park. A uh, giant, like, ten-foot-tall frog waddles out of the, uh, like, trees. As uh, he breathes, the big bulbous sack under his chin inflates, not into, like, that cute little round frog shape, but into the shape of a, uh, kind of, it looks like a pig head, but it's all kind of half deflated. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, he's got a little crown on his head between his eyes. Uh, you have met Lord Beelzebub, but we'll deal with that at a different time, because right now, I want to talk to Quentin. (sighs) Hey, what's up? Uh, by which I mean, of course, Professor Brooks. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Quentin, you and everybody else, uh, with the help of Chris's idol on Iron Spy, just merged into the fuselage of the Dragula, a stupid-looking uh, like drag racer that the President of the United States and your old uh, friend, let's say, um, Henry Dracula, infused with his own blood in order to give magical properties so that it could uh, move its speeds fast enough to escape the universe itself so that you could avoid the end of the world. Um, In character. I hate that I still think this is cool. It's so cool. Um, the Dragula took off like a bolt of lightning. It is screaming through the space between spaces, and before long, uh, that speed is turning out to be too much for Iron Spy to hold everybody together, uh, merged into the metal of its frame. 
and one by one, you are all getting peeled off of it. Uh, Quentin, you get thrown from the Dracula and rapidly decelerate as you crash and slide through the asphalt on what feels like a city, uh, like a, a street? Jeez. All right. Okay. Huh. He, like, touches his body like a... Uh, we did it! We fucking outran the end of the universe! <laughs> Always bet on fucking Quentin. He like looks around. Where's okay? Uh, let's probably get the let's probably get the students and wrangle them. Where the fuck am I? Yeah, uh, you don't see anybody else. You looking up. The sky is that same kind of oil slick uh, swirl of colors that is always there in the undertow. But on either side of the street you landed on are just, um, suburban-looking houses. Alright, this is a different kind of deal. Wait a minute. Didn't we... Did we talk to someone about this? Professor! Hello! Why, hello there, old pal! Beelzebub is, yes, standing, uh, before you, and he just says... So good to see you again after all this time. How have you been keeping, my good man? It's exquisite, it's, of course, as always. And then you yourself? Oh, I've been doing famously. Thank you so much for asking. Well, Splendid, I, uh, actually have an inquiry for you, Professor, if I may. <laughs> an inquiry? Well, uh, let's, let's see, what's, what, what do you got? What are you, what are you offering, buddy? Would you say that you are a loved one of uh, Harvard D. Godlove? Harvard D. Godlove? Harvard D. Godlove. Is he, like, up for any crimes or anything? Or is there warrants for him? Or... Oh, my, yes, actually. You hit the nail on the head. He is... He, along with uh, the rest of you, are being hunted by a group known as the Spears of Hell in this new little neighborhood we've built. However, he has made an arrangement with me that I am to use my considerable power to protect him and the ones he loves. <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't give me a list, so I'm having to uh, ask around. So, once again... Uh, would you say that uh, you are a loved one of Mr. Godlove? Oh, yeah, we go way back, way back. Me and Godlove, like this. We, like, did all these things together. And games, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, they don't like to talk about it. Like, you don't probably ask any follow-up questions if they ask you about it. But, like, pretty sure we're pretty close. Uh, so I'm definitely on that insurance plan. Definitely. We got, like, a family plan thing. So, like... If there's people out hunting us, you should, like, let them know to kind of ease off, because uh, we got a old buddy oh, here. Trust me, Professor, my methods for protecting you go much further than that. And uh, suddenly, you are crushed by a house, <laughs> uh, which just lands in the middle of the street and then sort of slides out of the street into an empty space in the uh, line of houses on the side. And it's just... Well, that's one more off the list! As he waddles off. Quentin, you uh, suddenly snap back uh, to the current moment. You were lost in, like, a 
couldn't have had a memory, because that doesn't make sense. But it was, you were somewhere else, and you were older, and talking to a frog, but you kind of shake that off and find yourself back in the humanity bank. <sighs> okay, alright, hey. I... Hey, you you alright, Clinton? Uh, have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? No. <laughs> okay, well, hmm. I, mm, I... Canonical film major Sloan Parker has never seen The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I, I was... I, I don't know. I don't know if I should even bring it up, but, like, I just had a vision of, like, this older version of me, and they were, like, making a deal with a frog that, like, then a house fell on him? I don't know. Uh, well... Describe this older version of you, please. Uh, the frog called him a professor, and, like, he just seemed like he was constantly making shit up and, like, you know, just kind of flying by the seat of his pants. Huh. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that... Is that the... Is that the one? The intergalactic destroyer? Um... I mean... I wasn't sure, but then you said he was making shit up all the time, and yeah. Oh god, oh um, god. Oh fuck, is it happening? It's happening! I'm gonna become him again! Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, god, I wish Gabe was here right now. Um, okay. I'm not entirely certain what's happening right now, but perhaps you- Perhaps you could save the existential crises for when you're not wasting my precious time. Nothing about you is precious. You are all- you are 100% trash in every way. You are as delightful as you've always been, Sloane. How do you know me? I hate this shit! I have known so many Sloanes. Have you known any other Quentins? So many Quentins. Did you know- did you know that one? The one from my brain? He, like, points at his head. From my history? Or- (laughs) Oh my god. I- I can't be- Begin to imagine what you're trying to get at. But, more to the point, Sloane, yes, in fact, I do- You're the original one, right? Yes. I do know you specifically. Why are you bothering me again? Okay, what did I- First off, love to hear that I bothered you before. That's great. How, how did I- How? What was I doing then? How did I bother you then? The same way you people always do, you come running in here causing- all sorts of property damage and damage to to demon resources. Almost said human resources, but that <laughs> wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Good catch. And then I explain how things work, and you're all mortified and horrified. You realize that it's so much more complicated than you ever thought about, and then you just sort of wander off, and usually that's enough to not have to hear from you again, but apparently you need the whole spiel twice. Mr. Atroth, sir, it it sort of seems like we wouldn't be coming in and causing so much damage if the spear's laid off. As I have already explained, that is not my call to make. If you don't like that you are being hunted to death, you should take it up with the Homeowners Association. Uh, wait a minute. Do they know that, uh, hey, hey, I know Harvard D. Godlove, so... Protected. Did that name ring any bells, buddy? Huh? 
Yes, I know who Harvey D. Godlove is, and no, he's also on the list to be hunted and killed. Oh, That's not a good... You may as well say you know Sloane Parker. It's the same thing. I thought that was it. I really thought that was it. I... <sighs> Quentin, you probably would have liked Harvey. <laughs> now, as I said, I am frankly always happy to explain what we do here, how we work. I love talking about this. It would just be so much better if you people could just schedule an appointment at the front desk and I would handle you. I would be so much happier, so much nicer. It could all just go so much more smoothly. But you always have to come in here. You have to kill good demons. You have any idea how... Shax was terrible, but he was the best one we still had because every decade or so, another group of you hooligans comes in and kills the one who's actually any good at this. Now I've got to get a different... De- oh, this is just wonderful. Great! Okay, I... Where, where's the, the HOA? Where, where are they? Go back outside. They're just on the other corner. You can't miss them. It's the second biggest building on the block. I... Okay, I, I want to go fucking fight them. I hate this nerd. Who, Great, go who have wants, fun. Oh my god! I, Listen, you keep Who's trying to like numbers me? and stuff, right? You're like a numbers guy. Who me? Yeah, Astaroth. You. Oh, Astaroth. Oh. Yes, yes, I am Astaroth, the Grand Calculator. So, like, how many? Like, if we're going like kill rate, like, how many demons have like my alternate versions killed versus like everybody else? Oh, for goodness sakes! Uh, well, I might have had that information written down for you if someone hadn't destroyed my desk. I regret nothing. Great. Get out. If anyone wants to go on the tour, you're welcome to stay. Since oh. that, since my day's ruined anyway, I may as well indulge you. So, uh, James looks up from fiddling with something on his little tablet there and says, Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm quite interested in the tour, actually. Great, wonderful. Anyone uh, else? Fucking course. Who wants to come with me? Like, I- I'll go alone. I am so done with this horse shit, but... Uh, I, f- I feel bad about ditching Anna. Anna, where, y- where are you going? I'm with you. Anna's gonna go on the tour. Ugh. You know what, that's fine. I don't want you to get hurt. Alright, so Sloane's going off on her own, and everyone else is going on the tour? Uh, well, actually, if Sloane's going off on her own, I bet Alexis would probably go with her. Yeah. Yeah, she (laughs) sure fucking would, wouldn't she? Wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) Quinn is, like, looking and pointing. This is, like, the thing with the lettuce and the fox and the the boat. (laughs) Okay. What? Alright, so... He's talking to a thing. Don't, don't, Don't worry about it. It's, it's... It's a logic puzzle. It's just look, Quentin. She probably needs your muscle. Yes, yes. Hey, Everyone knows the you, solution buddy. to that old puzzle with the chicken, the fox, and the feed. The answer is you eat the chicken and the fox right there, suck their blood dry, and then you just take the grain with you to sell in town. Now, now this we- guy, I like his style. Okay, um, Quentin, you coming with? Uh, Looks at Anna. Looks at Sloane. Looks at Anna. I hate. I still don't really like making choices. Ah, uh, mm, uh. You're gonna have to learn to make your own call at some point, kid. I'm not. Look, I'm going. You gotta make the call right now. I'm not gonna make it for you. 
taking the tour. Okay. I'm bummed. Gonna be honest, I I like you, but um Alexis, give me that picture of fucking BB. You got it, Sloan. Cool, thanks. And Sloan stuffs it in a pocket. She's not letting <laughs> You you don't get to have that right now. I still don't fucking trust you. Hey, no problem. I gotta earn it. If you could, before they kill you, let them know that Shax is dead and we would appreciate getting Al transferred over here, I would appreciate it, Sloan. No. And I jump out the window. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's go on the tour. Uh, He, Astroth goes over and uh, hits the elevator. And is just awkwardly standing around while waiting for the elevator to come back up. Uh, you know, you you want the nice view of the, the penthouse suite, but you don't think about the fact that every other floor is going to have many more people than you calling the elevator all the time. It takes a frustratingly long time for this to uh, get up here. I mean, far be it for me to, uh, to question the logistics of, of demon business, but... Wouldn't it be easier to just get more than one elevator? Oh, there's other elevators throughout the building, but one of them has to be transferred onto this track, and that track feeds directly into the central elevator shaft, which then goes... If, if it's being called on by a bunch of the, you know, floor 60 through 65 or so, then it gets log jammed. It's... Listen, I am an accountant. I am not an an engineer or architect, but yes, I have several complaints about the construction of this building. God, I, I feel like, slow. you know what, I, I feel like they're, uh, you, you could probably use somebody who could get a bit more hands-on and make this place more efficient, I think. Oh, the whole problem, is, listen, this is a building full of accountants and calculators. We all have our fair share of ideas on how to optimize efficiency, but they all have to go through the HHOA, and they're primarily preoccupied with this whole nonsense about killing all of you. It's very hard to get any sort of uh, contractor bill through the floor. It's a very complicated process. So why are you all beholden to the HHOA anyhow? Well... I suppose we can uh, talk about that as we go. As the elevator dings and it opens up, there we are. Let's head on down. And he goes in and uh, hits the gym button <laughs> as the elevator begins to descend. And uh, why does that say J I M? You'll see. As for your question, it would be best to start from the beginning. What exactly do we do here? The answer to that is that our primary concern is in solving the Teoth problem. I'm sure you're all familiar with Teoth at this point, yes? Uh, spooky uh, skeletons? Yeah. It's about yes. all we know is that the scary skeletons is, is the Teoth. She's some oh, sort of all... goth butch? Alright, well, you've usually figured out a little bit more than that by the time <laughs> you've gotten here. Fine, that's... No problem, I can fill in some details. Teoth is the goddess of nothingness and despair. She is the oldest being in the universe, and she has come here to eradicate humanity, as is her want. Oh, yo, she's that depressed lady's, uh, like, ex-girlfriend, right? 
I see you've met Lady Luck. Yes, that's yes, yes. I'm paying attention. Actually, has, I'm wait, what did attention. Quentin meet Lady Luck? Uh, he, Sloan met Lady Luck. The... Quentin wasn't there. No, no, yeah, Quentin was, was there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Listen, when you. When you don't play, you pay attention, and I'm just here. I'm the, the official scribe. I'm writing everything down. Uh, yeah, we seem yes, to get along exactly. pretty well. She said I owe her a favor or something. It's cool. Yes, that's Lady Luck. She's not really relevant to what we're discussing here. I Chaos. do have a follow-up question, though. Yes, what's that? If the oldest being in the universe is the representation, manifestation, personification, whatever you want to call it, of nothingness, uh, why is there anything? Well, that is an excellent question, and it requires us to examine more closely exactly what Teoth is, because yes, she is a goddess of nothing, but more than that, she is despair. She is the understanding that the universe intrinsically lacks any meaning. There is nothing but molecules cascading into one another at random for all eternity. And I am explaining this to you now, but you don't truly comprehend it, because if you did, you would be a blubbering mass on the floor. No thought or feeling you have ever had in your entire life has any consequence. And Teoth is the gnawing realization of that fact at the back of every conscious mind. So the question becomes, how do we fight back that gnawing ache that you are completely meaningless? It used to be that the undertow was managed by angels who imposed a prescribed purpose and meaning onto reality to help inspire people to live and think free from the influence of Teoth. And unfortunately, thanks to former versions of all of you and your friends, that paradigm fell apart. And that meant that it was time for us demons to take the helm. And the elevator dings, and it opens up to a hallway just full of a gross face that just says, Hi, I'm Jill. Oh, oh God, fuck. Yeah. What the fucking... Yes, Jim, hello. We're on the tour. Oh, you got it, boss. And uh, the gross flesh just kind of, like, oozes into w- one side of the hallway, allowing everybody to pass. Come along. Uh, <laughs> I see. Now, we demons have a different uh, method of... Uh, saving humanity from Teoth. We believe in the power of the individual, of empowering people to make their own purpose and meaning rather than dictating it. Rational self-interest. Rational self-interest, precisely, Mr. Studebaker. You've got it. So, how do we accomplish this? Rather than a single estate, one that is controlled by the unelected elite that decide exactly how reality ought to be, we give each and every person their own personal undertow home of which they are the undisputed master. Every single person, the god of their own reality, able to shape it as they see fit. They can create whatever purpose and meaning they want. 
But that's only one part of the puzzle. And as he's walking down this hall, he reaches another elevator. And he says, apologies for the complicated route. As I said, there are a few problems I have with the layout of this building. (sighs) Let's go. As he uh, gets into this second elevator, which only has one button for down inside. Lead the way. So you see, each person is a god. And they can make things the way they want to be, but people left completely alone can sometimes find themselves in ruts, uh, in slumps. They can fail to fully actualize, to seize that potential that's within them, to truly recognize the rational self-interest that you identified, Mr. Studebaker. And so we have instated a system to encourage people to find that. And that is where the home loans come in. My ability, Steal My Sunshine, allows me to convert happy memories into pure starlight, an incredibly powerful substance. When we give someone an undertow home, and when they awaken to the nature of their reality, we inform them that they owe a hefty debt of sunshine. This incentivizes them to maximize their own happiness because they need to pay off their debts. They make themselves happy and they give us plenty of starlight to keep the lights on. Everyone wins. Or they might choose to distribute the debt across their entire universe, meaning they can draw happy memories from their inhabitants but that means that they have to be a benevolent god that creates those happy memories in the first place. It's an extraordinarily elegant system. I see, I see. Home ownership sounds like a lot of responsibility. Jeez. It certainly is, Mr. Brooks. Uh, and to ensure that everything remains above the board, we get back to your original question, Mr. Studebaker, of why we are beholden to the HHOA. Our entire charter as demons is to protect humanity, and therefore we give humanity a voice and a say in how this goes. We started the Humanity Homeowners Association, but we have no influence over it whatsoever. Its board is democratically elected to represent the entire neighborhood, and they can make decisions that about how we administer the neighborhood. We're simply the arm with which the HHOA acts. Wait a minute, I don't remember fucking voting for anybody. Anna, did you vote for anybody? Yeah, I definitely haven't voted for anybody. Who Who's on the board exactly? Well, you've both only recently awoken, correct? Sure. Well, you're certainly free to continue voting in the future. When's the next election? Oh, goodness. How often do we have those? I believe uh, it's once every century, so about 70 years. Oh, I'll be dead. (laughs) How many elections have there been? Oh, once every century. Uh, Time is, of course, a difficult uh, quantity to measure here in the undertow, but I am the grand calculator for a reason, after all. I believe we have had a total of... 400,762,500 elections. I see. So here's my follow-up question, because I guess it kind of elaborates on my previous question. 
so so you say you 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 answer to this to the selected board you you gave them the ability to make decisions for how demons run things yes what makes their decisions binding if anything well i suppose it is simply our agreement we have given ourselves over to the hhoa we're here to help humans mm Mm. Noted, noted. You sound like a bunch of bloodsuckers to me. Now, why do you say that? Well, there was the bit earlier where you talked about how much you enjoyed sucking blood. Oh, certainly, as a pastime. I was talking about sucking blood from a fox, though. That's a little different than sucking it from a human. You've created a perfectly well-oiled machine where people are stuck in tubes, generating sunshine for you to extract from their veins. Oh my god. (laughs) Stuck? Nobody is stuck. Everybody is there by choice. Every homeowner has signed a mortgage themselves. Nobody has been coerced into anything. Hmm, I don't remember signing anything. Well, perhaps not in this life, but in a previous one. You are the product of a former James Studebaker who agreed to create his own universe, and you are the product of that. I'm sure if you dug deep enough, you might be able to find the memories of your past self somewhere inside of you. Hmm. Is there a way also you can like keep those in a locked box, those memories about your past self? <laughs> Just ask it for a friend. You're the master of a universe, Mr. Brooks. You can do whatever you want. Ladies and gentlemen, you could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you are here with us, and we are so glad to have you. I hope you're ready for some bumpers, some fucking ads, because here they are. Hey, this is your friend Tiberius from My Lawn Pop. You may know me from the character of Quentin or Ron Monroe or the other the other Quentin. There's both. There's two of them. There's like three, actually. I don't know. I'm keeping lost in track. But hey, if you're listening to this, that means that uh, you like our podcast, at least enough to get to fucking episode 38. It's fucking weird piss holes and horny beach episodes. Fucking you freak, you dang freak. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad you listened to our dumb podcast. I'm so glad that you support us. And if you're like looking to support us maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, you can subscribe to our podcast for $1 a month. You get the podcast early. So like while everyone else is like, man, did you hear what's going on in this episode? Did you hear what's going on? The crazy shit they got up to in the last episode. Got to be like. You, you want to be in that discourse. You want to be, you know, up to date and everything before, you know, ahead of everybody else. Uh, and be like, yo, you ain't up on this, like, latest hot Eidolon pop. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe at the one dollar level. You get, uh, you get the podcast early. Um, at the $3 level, you get to pull aside the veil and look behind the curtain and see what goes into making these episodes as you get access to. Eidolon design sessions. Uh, this is still a playtest, uh, and you know one of the things we did, you know, in uh, Eidolon 
design sessions is they went over all the classes, kind of tweaked them, and it fixed them out for version 1.0, which, oh, if you didn't know, there's a 2.0 coming out with fucking tarot shit. We're getting real esoteric, motherfucker. You're going to want to be here for that. And, you know, if you subscribe at the $3 level, you don't just get the latest episode. You get all of those back episodes. That's like, like you know, fucking... 40 hours of content i think i'm not checking that don't fucking luke don't correct this i'm not checking that uh <laughs> but you get all that back content as well as access to the notes for every episode so you can see like you know the people we were supposed to fight and you know what the plot was supposed to be uh really good for people that are looking to run their own idolon campaigns and shows uh that you can do it pretty easily uh and lastly at the five dollar level our fucking platinum tier donors Hello, platinum donors. Um, you get, uh, you know, not just all the other available benefits down below, but also you get to have your name read. You get to have your name etched into the very fabric of the the podcast. And with no further ado, let me uh, let y'all shout y'all out. Our five tier, five dollar tier boners, donors. I did it again. Did it again. Anyway, Evan Saft. Black Album 22, Gail N, Laclan Cleland, Benjamin Lewis, Don Fluffles, Monica Ulamanashike, Big Fella, Matt Palladium, LV, Virgil Pulsell, Solaris System, May Lavier, Licentia, Lizzie Two Shoes, Grief Ninja, Eli Maroney, Striven, Ryan Ball, Liam Black, Witsu, John Klingle, Icy Shadow, Dio Brando stole my massive Joestar dick. Thank you so much once again for our five star donors. We can't we can't express that enough how much we appreciate you. And uh, if you can, uh, feel free to tell your friends about us, even if you can't subscribe, or if you want to maybe bump up your your donation a dollar or so we appreciate it so fucking much um but yeah have a great time thank you for subscribing to our podcast and uh i don't have a exiting bit to go back to the podcast we're probably doing something cool over there bye uh sloan you left the building there was no uh I think everybody is, listen, again, this is mostly nerds and pencil pusher demons. No one's hey. really going to start a fight with you. And, uh, Alexis, you went with her, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that's right. I'm, I, I yeah. feel like Sloan's probably, like, marching up ahead and Alexis is struggling to keep up. Uh, just out of curiosity, Alexis, how, how come you're not doing your job? Why aren't you trying to kill her? Well, she's waiting for the opportune moments. And also, at the same time, maybe she's wondering if... Because she saw Astaroth, and she saw that it's not like this whole system is is trying to kill her. It's just the spears, which are one cog in a bigger thing. Sure. So maybe if she plays her cards right, there could be another way out of this. Okay, yeah. I think you uh, head off down the street. Um, You pass the um, model home building that you entered from, uh, Sloane. And head off to the opposite corner where there is a large sign that says Humanity Homeowners Association Headquarters. And uh, there's kind of a concrete staircase leading up a bit to a glass door in front of which 
is a large, bulky. It kind of looks like if you took a mailer daemon and just like buffed Juiced it up, up real big. Yeah. Uh, and they're in like a security guard uniform. And as you approach, uh, he just says, uh, "Betty, Betty, how are you doing?" One moment. Uh, hey, Alexis. Yes. Are you gonna stab me in the back? Because, like, if you are, let's just get it over with now. I really just don't want to deal with... Just, like, I will fight you right now. Just please. I... I am so tired of all of this. Just... Sloan, are you gonna- if I was gonna stab you in the back, why would I stab you from the front when you asked me to? I hate this shit so much. Fuck. Okay, wh- why are you calling me Betty? Uh, let me think of how he decides to answer that. He says, uh, Oh, Betty, you don't need to worry about that. And you don't worry about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like that. <laughs> Betty, could you please uh, state your business here? And you do feel compelled to state your business. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, I want to fucking knock some heads around with the board and fi- get them to stop trying to kill us. All right, Why Betty. Why did we'll, uh... I say that? What the fuck? <laughs> Unfortunately, Betty, I can't let you do that, Betty. Uh, Betty and Betty, you uh, are not going to be allowed in here. Sorry. I... Alexis, aren't you, aren't you like, technically an employee of these fucks? Uh, yes, hello there, it's me, uh, Agent Lorenzen. Yes, hello, Betty. Uh, can <laughs> I come in here? Uh, state your business, Betty? Uh, well, you know, honestly, I was maybe hoping to receive a little bit more orientation and maybe, like, instructions from my superiors. Is that, hold on, is that the honest, because if, if I was compelled... <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that the honest uh, answer? Hold on, think about it. <laughs> okay, Alexis's thing now is like she's a little unsure about whether she wants to keep kill everyone or or if she believes that she can get out of it elsewise. Yeah. Uh no, she's gonna say Well she wouldn't even want to get in here then. Yeah. So scrap all that. <laughs> I misunderstood the prompt. <laughs> Well, Sloan looks like you're not getting in here. Yeah, Betty, I'm sorry to say they're currently in session, so they're not to be interrupted unless it's very important. And okay, it's very fucking important. It's it's honestly not that important. Shut the fuck up, Alexis. I'm sorry, Betty, I'm not letting you in. She just kind of has a personal vendetta. You know how it is. Alexis, shut the fuck up! Sloan, like, has this been working out for you? The way, the way you've been approaching this problem? I haven't died yet. Is that true? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, let, let's say you burn this whole place down, you kill everyone, you knock some heads around, as you said. Not doing any of that. Then what? Then I fucking figure out where all of my friends went. But And then we go eat food in a greasy diner, and I feel like a human again. There. But that was your plan before, wasn't it? And all it did was lead to this, something even worse. 
Right, you, you know what, you're right. I cannot think of anything worse than talking to you right fucking now. Okay, you don't have to talk to me. Okay, uh, do you have a name or am I supposed to call you Betty? What's your deal? No, Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al. Okay, Al. <laughs> I... F- Oh. <laughs> That's just a good joke. That's just good. You have six. <laughs> you you were. Is this the fucking thing you warned me about before the? Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, okay. Okay. What what would qualify as something very important? Well, Betty, I don't really know, but I'll know it when I see it. Okay. What about and I'd summon uh, leave a trace. And I have her, like, lo- like wedge the axe, like, in the ground right at his feet and go, okay, okay, does that seem important to you? Betty, don't attack me. Sloan, don't attack him. Uh, now I can't attack him! <laughs> <laughs> this is hell! <laughs> You've made a trap specifically for me! <laughs> All right, listen, Sloan, I have an idea. Great. What is it? Well, it, it's not going to sound good to you. Oh. <sighs> but we could get BB to get us past no, here. No, 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 uh-uh, no. No? No. You're just going to stand up here forever? I'll figure something fucking out. Is that really your strong suit? Wait, As you two continue to bicker, I think the camera kind of... Where, where do you have the baby photo stored? I got uh, it in my, in my cargo pants pocket. Okay, I think our camera kind of like almost x-rays through your pocket. Just look at the uh, BB picture. And, um... BB, how's it going? I, I mean, this is between you and me. Um, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Okay. Uh, being trapped in nothingness makes me think that maybe I messed up at one point. Uh, I mean, you know, my problem is that I care too much. I love too much. Uh, I might have trusted Alexis too much. And, you know, I, I, I just get taken advantage of, like, like Sloan. Uh, and now, like Alexis, like like James, everyone's. You can't be a good person anymore. Um. Can I interrupt? Who? Uh, who's this? You're not a good person. Do you want me to take BB here? Yeah. Who is that? You are. You're a nightmare? You are the worst thing that I could think of. You are... Who's there and why are they being so mean? (sighs) My name is Ursa. I'm pretty sure you know about me. I saw you. I saw you mess with my friends. Hurt my friends for your entertainment. I could feel when you felt happy and it felt wrong. What? 
Wait, 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 like... Like, like Sloane's Ursa? Yes. Where'd you come from? I've always been here. Always been inside you. I'm you. You, this is so... No, that's just a stupid, stupid lie I told for the... No, that's not true. I made that up. No, no, it's not. Why did you think it was so easy? I was trying to take over while you were doing that thing and hope, but I couldn't do it. <sighs> no, 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 no. I, I, I am me. It's me, Ursula, Bibi. I am... No. You are a cruel trick. I went... We went... I was someone else. I was Ursula Ursa. And we went to talk to Beelzebub. We wanted a perfect world for us. We were tired of fighting. We were tired of killing. We didn't want to kill or hurt anyone. And he said he would give us our perfect world. He would give me my perfect world. And he ripped me from Ursula. And you came out. So you're trying to say that I'm the perfect version of you? You're the twisted version of me. You're the thing... You're the thing I'm running away from. You're the thing that scares me. You are the worst possibility of me. Or maybe I'm, I'm just the you that's not afraid to take what they want. That's not to just going to let everybody else walk all over them all the time. What did you do to... What did you do to Carly to run? Why were... Sloane? It's a good person. She doesn't deserve this. Yeah, okay. Uh, are you just gonna sit here and cry? Because this was already uh, <sighs> difficult enough to tolerate without you here. So, if, if, you, if you're done... You know, I don't. I guess I don't know where the door is, but you could see yourself out. I think she doesn't respond from that. Uh, meanwhile, um, back in the bank, uh, the tour group is headed down the second elevator, and Astaroth just says, uh, "Well, that's just about the end of my little spiel. Do we have any questions? Anything else?" Well. I'm assuming there's more to see down here. Absolutely. We're headed down to the core of the entire Sunshine Power Network. It's truly a wonder of engineering. You're going to really get a kick out of seeing it. I'm sure I will. But yes, I sh I'm sure you now all completely understand that this is a rational, logical system that makes as many people happy as possible, and there's no flaws in it, and continuing to vandalize it and uh, hurt our employees is really only causing harm to yourselves and your fellow human beings, right? Right? Have we cleared that up? Still not fully convinced on that one. What's your... What reservations do you have? Seems like pretty much... <clears throat> Sand... The beach guy was happy. The onion guy was happy. But it feels like there's a lot of, like, fallout. What kind of fallout? Anna? Remember that time Anna disappeared? Anna, you just, like, poof. I didn't really know this. <laughs> fair, fair. 
Well, if uh, my senses do not deceive me, Miss uh, Borba here is not a master of a home herself, at least not yet. Uh, so she is a tenant of another universe, and that means that she's beholden to that universe's rules. Now, now that she has freed herself from the confines of that home, she's certainly welcome to apply for a loan herself, and she will be reincarnated as her perfect self. Whoa, 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 what? What's that? Do I have to be? Have to be what now? Reincarnated. Oh, well... Miss Borba, the wait time alone to uh, get approval is much longer than your lifespan, and I'm very sorry that might have sounded like a knock on your age. I myself am an advanced gentleman of 25 million years. I'm not meaning that. It's simply the wait time is longer than any human lifespan. I'm sure you got the letter, right? It explained all of this. You'll be dead long before the loan is approved, but your essence will be preserved and it will be put into an undertow home and that essence will be used to shape both the universe and, when the time is right, your new self when you're born into it. That doesn't sound like agreeing to a contract. Well, you're agreeing... F- <laughs> you're applying for the loan. That's your no, end of the No, I agreement. have not applied for the loan. I'm saying if you did, you don't have to. No one's got a gun to your head here. Okay, I won't. In fact, you're making it sound like a really bad deal, I have to say. Well, that is certainly your prerogative. All right, I do believe we are here. This is the basement below the Humanity Bank. And yeah, we kind of open up into this big concrete complex. Lots of demons are kind of uh, working around different machines, you know, bringing large uh, boxes back and forth on forklifts. Uh, monitoring different um, screens and stuff. And in the center of the room is a gigantic... It looks like one of those sunshine lanterns that you got from the Postal Service, except it is the size of a large house. There is just a huge globe of just white, hot light. You can't look directly at it. In fact, I think the elevator opens up... um, You're seeing it through a sort of tinted screen... Kind of like what you would use to look at a solar eclipse or something. This here is the core of the entire operation. It is uh, the sum total of all the collected sunshine from every home. Pipes connect it to the entire neighborhood where it can power the reality-changing properties of the homes as well as generate new homes altogether. It is the sort of a miniature star from which... Everything is created. We call it the All-Star. Oh, fuck you. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Uh, so, so this All-Star, um... We're getting all the good songs in today. (laughs) (laughs) So, so this is... Now, you, you mentioned before that this Starlight, it lets the homes shape their reality... Yes, exactly. It is pure happiness and joy converted into an extraordinarily potent form of energy. So, so this thing, it's like, it's basically just a big one of those? Like, does it, does it run the whole place? Just... Absolutely. You can think of it as, uh, to use a water analogy, this is the reservoir. Okay, okay. So it's almost like whoever controlled this basically controls the whole operation. 
Well, yes and no. After all, the starlight is converted back and forth by my ability, so really I control the whole operation. If someone were to seize control of the All-Star, and I can see the little glint in your eye, Miss Borba, but uh, that would be an inconvenience, yes, but we have emergency protocols for such a thing. It wouldn't be too difficult to take care of. Wow, it sure would suck if there was some sort of way that someone else could control you. It sure would. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Astaroth, uh, yes. grand calculator, as it were, one, uh, mm-hmm. one number cruncher to another. So you can, you just, you, all of this completely under your control, you can just make anything happen? Oh, more or less, I suppose, yes. Of course, again, we are bound by the HHOA, where, and our overall goal of protecting and nurturing the human race. Mm-hmm. And, and both of those, although both of those, you know, those are, those are more things you've agreed to. They're not really... They're our core values. I see, I see, I see. So, um... So, in theory, in theory, you could say just, I don't know, make, make me, me the, the grand, grand calculator. calculator. Was that said with some stink on it? It sure was. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> Give me a dazzle. The most important dazzle roll in history. It sure is. And it is also a 13. Oh! Hey! <laughs> I think uh, Astaroth just kind of stares at you for a second and blinks and says, um, now, I, go with me here. You rolled a 13. You're going to get that, but we got to, you know, build to it. I think he just uh, looks at you and says, um, <laughs> Mr. Studebaker, are you trying to compel me to give you my job? A uh, little bit. A little <laughs> bit. Can you blame a guy for trying? Do you have any idea how extraordinarily stressful and difficult what I do is? Do you have any idea how fast a human being would burn out trying to keep up with how much work I do on a day-to-day basis? And, of course, even if I give you my job, I'm not giving you my Eidolon. You know what? Absolutely, yes, I could use a vacation. Everybody, announcement... Mr. James Studebaker here is the new Grand Calculator. (laughs) I'll be back in a decade or so after you have ruined everything or died of exhaustion or just a spear kills you. Uh, Alexis is probably not going to be too much longer and this certainly hasn't lifted the bounty on your life. Uh, Where was that sand pervert you mentioned? That sounds like a nice place to stay. (laughs) God. (laughs) <laughs> go, you go down the block, and it's going to be three houses on your left. It's got a red roof. It's it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, it was pretty pleasant. Fantastic. Have a great time. Again, I think he sees the worry on you, Quentin. He can't ruin anything. We have so many fail-saves in place. He has no idea what he just asked for. It's going to be very entertaining. Trust me. And uh, he leaves. <laughs> All right, James, now you can fucking take out the... St- the st- Spears, it's our chance. Uh, hmm. Come on, they're trying to kill you too. Just take them out. Well, in a way, Quentin, that's already... I'm already working on that, actually. 
See, I've been using my tablet here along with uh, Gabe and all of his uh, shenanigans with the fuse boxes to look for compatible universes, and there should be an entire multiverse's worth of uh, web capital asset repossession drones uh, converging on the location of the HHOA to raise it to the ground. Okay. He, like, looks at Anna. <laughs> okay. Is is that good? Give me a reveal your master plan roll, James. <laughs> Alright, and that is a ten. Ten. Okay, yeah, describe what this looks like. I think essentially just a whole bunch of just like just really like cyberpunk dystopia future like gunships uh-huh. just start pouring out of some of the houses and they've they've been pouring out of the houses because like this was what he was doing with the shit earlier right when he's been messing with his tablet in like three different episodes yeah and i think uh as i think the the conversations with sloan and alexis and earth and bb with ursa are kind of wrapping up this swarm just comes over just the sky and like if if there was actually a sky and not just a bunch of scary skeletons it would start to blot out the sun there's just a shitload of them uh-huh and they're just converging on the HHOA okay yes yeah, slow <laughs> let's rewind the clock slightly here okay <laughs> Sloan or Alexis you were still arguing uh, outside of it what I'm do telling you, do? you there's got to be a way to kill this guy you just do it first and then I'll go in Who's on first? Fuck you. <laughs> I hate... Okay, hold on. I have to pull back the curtain for a second. I messaged Alexa... Uh, not Alexa, Crystal <laughs> during the previous scene. And I was like, hey, do you want to do a fun gag where we cut back to Sloan and Alexis and they're in the middle of a who's on first hell routine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal! <laughs> Betty, if that's going to be all, I'm going to have to ask you to uh, step aside and keep this uh, walkway clear. It's not going to be all. Just fuck off. All right, Betty, you're getting belligerent with me, so Betty, I am going to have to ask you to you walk have to away. Her, she loves oh, being a loser. Fuck. She God loves being it, stuck I in a cycle you. of being the persecuted victim. Punish Sloan. Betty, I'm going to have to ask you to leave, too. Fuck. Now she's going to follow me. <laughs> See you later, Al. So long, Betty. I hate it. I hate... What is my life? <laughs> I think as you're walking back down the steps, uh, yeah, you see a wave of drones flying overhead towards the HHOA. Uh, that's, um, new? Oh, that's sick. Uh, Betty... <laughs> Hey, Al, are those supposed to be there? Are those y'alls? Those ours? No, Betty, they're not. Uh, Betty, stop. Um, drones don't got ears. They don't hear him call them Betty. Uh, and do not hear the command as they just gun him down. Whoa! Uh, oh, I mean, good for me, bad in general. <laughs> And yeah, uh, they're starting to like blow out windows. They're just flying into any open opening they can find in the building. Uh, what do you do, Sloan and Alexis? I mean, do they seem preoccupied with us at all? I think they pre- they're preoccupied with the building, right, James? Yeah, pretty much. Their 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 uh, directive is to fucking demolish that place and anything and anyone inside. Yeah. Oh, you had to say that specifically. Fuck. I sure did. <laughs> 
Oh, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Where was Sloan keeping the photograph of BB? Pants pocket. It was in her cargo pants pocket. Okay, well, uh, while she's distracted, I think Alexis wants to reach in there and uh, revert it. Whoa, hey, what the... I think as you reach into her pocket, suddenly Sloan and the photo are gone. Idolon Pop is an Audio Entropy production. You can find us at AudioEntropy.com as well as Patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Mike at MikeLovesRabbit, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Zoe at BlankZilla, Crystal at ArcaneCrystal, Luke at SSJSpeedRacer, and me, Tiberius, at SeriousTiberius. Eidolon Pop will be returning on November 29th for Patreon subscribers and December 6th for everyone else. Have a great night and thank you for choosing Eidolon. Eidolon.